Hey guys, thanks for watching Ike Live. It's brought to you by Mystery Tackle Box. Please check them out. They've got a great product. Go to mysterytacklebox.com. If you use the coupon code Ike Live, you get 50% off Sweet. your first pro box. That's $12.50 <laughs> for a almost $50 value of baits in this box. Warning. The following live webcast might contain content that some people find crude, vulgar, or objectionable. When watching this program, please make sure the room is well lit and do not sit too close to the screen. If you're uptight, easily offended, or lacking a sense of humor, please stop watching right now and leave the Internet. Now it's time for Mike Live. is this foolishness how many dreams can you shape in a minute an hour the kind of clean you like best lost three of my teeth too all right so you lost next time you win steamy hot hearty delicious invigorating Are we live? <laughs> folks at home, folks at home, how you doing tonight? <laughs> Happy Hump Day. Welcome to a brand new Ike Live show. I'm Mike Iaconelli. Joining me to my right, the co-host of the show, and also he's the <laughs> crust of the show, Pete Klusik. Pete, how you doing tonight? It's good to have you back, man. Dude, I, it's, been, it's been a long time. Since, mm-hmm. How long has it been since I've been in the studio here? Two months. Had to be two months, two right? Two months, yep. Dude, it, it feels good, and I want to say thank you. Uh, I want to say thank you to everybody, the whole team, but thank you, Pete, for taking up the slack, for keeping Ike live alive. <laughs> You've done a great job. Hey, I really appreciate it. We that. do what we can. It's good to have you back. <laughs> I can just chill over here in the co- in the co-pilot A little seat. less pressure. Yeah. And those bit. awkward moments and those things you shouldn't <laughs> say, you don't have to say anymore. I'll just divert them all to me. <laughs> uh, well... Oh, that's what I'm, I'm here. I'm here. I'm ready to go. That's right. Well, it's a great show tonight, Pete. We have some great in-studio guests. We have two mm. really good friends from Flambeau in here in studio tonight. And we're also joined later by Jacob Prosnick, who just won a MLF tour event. That was awesome. Watched almost the whole thing. Cool cool win, yeah, right? Yeah, looking forward to talking to him. It's going to be a good show. Uh, let me also tell you, before we run down our sponsor list... That, Pete, we're giving away tons of amazing prizes tonight. Awesome. Uh, we've got some great stuff from Founders. Uh, we've got some great stuff from Dr. Squatch. We've got some great stuff from uh, uh, Primal Urge uh, Foods. And the grand prize, Brian DeCarpenter, I know I didn't introduce you yet, but we're giving away a beautiful, 
Ike Flambeau backpack tonight. And what what do people watching right now? They're tuning in right now, saying, "Man, I want a chance to win this." Brian Carpenter, what do I have to do? Like and share the Facebook feed, man. Okay, listen. If you're watching on Facebook right now, like and share the feed, and you will be entered for a chance to win this, man. $70. It's a great bag. Seventy dollars. It's worth. It's worth more. It's got my name on. It, it should be worth That's a thousand. Right. And you touched it. And I touched it. <laughs> um, on it. Listen to me. This show, man. We were talking about this a second ago, Pete and I. It's been five or six years now, and this show is since our last show. Since our last show. <laughs> and uh, the show is brought to you by amazing uh, companies that support this program. Uh, we want to thank them. The uh, title sponsor of the show, Pete. You know, and we talk about it all the time. We say Christmas to your doorstep, but I got a new way to talk about it. Mystery Tackle Box. It's the most fun and affordable way to discover new fishing <laughs> products, Pete. Every month. It's very exciting. It's like happiness <laughs> in a box. You see what I'm saying? I see what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, if you use the promo code IKELIVE, you're going to save 50% off your first order today. Try it, please. We're also going to be doing a MTB unboxing later tonight. It's going to be great. Also brought to you by Primal Urge Foods. You see a whole bunch of them on the table right there. It's a monthly subscription. They bring you some amazing meat sticks, 10 different meat sticks to you every month. We're going to be opening up a pack of those in just a second here and passing them Shout around. out to Primal Urge. They, they kept us alive at the Classic. Amazing, amazing. And, and let me let me remind you that, Pete, this isn't oh, – we're not Pete. talking about – Gas station beef jerky here. This is it's good this stuff. Is the good stuff. This is mm. a real hitter. Right this there. is yeah. real, rare, amazing beef jerky. Get in there. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's good stuff. It's good stuff. Dude, there's uh, over 350 meat sticks to choose from. 350? 350. You can custom pick your box, or you can just take the random box. There's ostrich. There's alligator. There's venison. There's elk. Beef, wow. chicken, turkey. Dude. If you're a man, you got to have this. That's that's all I got to say. That's unbelievable. <laughs> that is unbelievable. Come uh, the door. Yes, please check them out. Primalurgefoods.com. Okay. If you use the promo code Ike Live, that's right. You're going to get a little discount on your on your $5 first order. Five dollars off. Five dollars off. Also brought to you by Liquid Mayhem, uh, makers of great scent. Scent's important. Brought to you by Doctor Squatch. Listen. Dude, Pete, you're a dirty fisherman. I'm dirty. You stink when you go back. What does Shelly say when you stink? You stink. She says, "Go get some Doctor Squatch." Right. You got to wash up with wash up with that stuff. It's great. Go to DrSquatch.com. Use the promo code IKELIVE20, and you're going to get a big discount. Twenty percent. Twenty percent on on your soaps. Also brought to you by Hobie Kayaks, the Cadillac of kayaks. Th Marine, Bass University, Pete. Little promo going on right now. You want to talk about that? We got an awesome uh, shirt going on at Bass University right now. We got a performance shirt, orange and ooh. blue, Bass U ooh. colors. Ooh, ooh, uh, ooh. All new subscribers, monthly, annual. We're gonna hook you guys up. Ooh, ooh, I like it. Uh, also brought to you by Real Snot, man. If you want to improve your casting distance, mono braid, fluorocarbon spinning casting, I don't care. Use Real Snot. Use the promo code IKELIVE25 for 25% off everything. On the Real Snot website. Brought to you by Tackle Warehouse. Use the promo code IKELIVE and get free ground shipping on anything over 50 bucks. Can you believe that? What is it? They're the only one that they let us do that with. Isn't that amazing? Well, everybody loves Tackle Warehouse. It's crazy. Uh, Also brought to you by, I hope if you were at the Classic, you got to come to the IKELIVE after party. We're going to talk about that a little bit later. Amazing, fun (laughs) after party. And you see this nice, big neon, bright new neon sitting right here. 
Uh, Founders Brewery is, is one of the newest sponsors of the show, awesome. Pete. We're so glad to have them. We drink a lot of beer here, of course, <laughs> and we love drinking Founders. This is the all-day IPA we're drinking right now. That's right. Uh, shout out to Founders Brewery. Go to Founders.com. All check out some of the beers they've got. Uh, and last but not least, I wanted, I wanted to save this for last because we're going to be talking uh, to these guys tonight. Brought to you by Flambeau Tackle Storage Systems, uh, the maker of great tackle storage, including Z-Rust. Pete. You don't want no damn rust on any of your stuff, right? I, you know, I always battle. I'm fishing every day, Peak right? Rust. You know, so we got to we got to get that rust out of there. Yes, uh, Flambo helps me do that. It's going to help you do that. It, especially, you know what? We've been uh, doing a lot of stuff lately on those glide baits. We did some really cool stuff uh, down at the Classic with Tater Hog, yeah. and um, I mean, you're spending two hundred, two hundred fifty dollars sometimes. On these baits, and, and you, you've got to be able to keep them uh, for a long time. So, yeah. so check out Flambeau. And check out Z-Rust. We love it. Your Senko hooks nice and crisp. Yes. <laughs> crisp <laughs> hooks. Crisp <laughs> hooks. It, it works well. All right. Brian, Brian and Carpenter, I'm going to get into it. Let's uh, finish introing the rest of the room, Pete, and then we're going to get into the show because I'm excited. We've got a big show tonight. We've got a lot of amazing things going on. Uh, we've got three guests on the ca- casting couch tonight. Look at them. Look at them. Look at them. Uh, Handsome. They're packed in there. They're packed in there. We've might need a little grease when these guys some, get up. Some liquid mayhem in yes. between. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, three stooges. Starting to my left, we've got the one and only John McGraw, a.k.a. Jay, a.k.a. Fastest Man on Campus. You know him. Regular on the show. John, good to have you tonight. Oh, thanks for being here. I want to say this real quick. There's something special that's sitting out in the yard right now that's shiny and new. You want to talk about that all or no? Uh, we can talk about it a little, little, little bit, bit later. later. Little all right, later. all right. John, John is the owner of a brand new something or other that's sitting in the backyard, and uh, sitting next to John, we've got two of my favorite people from Flambo. We've got Dante and Charlie joining us on the couch tonight. Welcome, guys. Guys, <laughs> yes. Thank you for being here tonight. This is awesome. We're gonna be talking shop tonight a little bit. Perfect. I want to I hear a little bit about your your guys' lives. I want to hear about Flambo. We'll talk a little bit about what we were doing here today. We we actually did a little bit of work. Yeah. It wasn't absolutely. all just fun and hanging out. We did a little bit of work today. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was, it was a fun day. We're going to talk about that. Uh, in the booth tonight, pushing buttons, making the show happen, the one and only Brian the Carpenter producing the show tonight. Brian? BTC. Hey, yes. Hey, what's up, man? How you doing tonight? Good. Okay. Good to we're see you. Um, I know. I'm glad to be back. Doing it. Yeah, and good. next to Brian the Carpenter, the one and only... The Riz joins us tonight. Riz, oh, yeah. how you doing? Uh, doing great. Doing great. Okay, good to see. You. I like the earphones high up on the head like that. It's good <laughs> luck for you, man. It's like a little b-boyish. And last but not least, I want him to pop his head in right here and look at this camera. The one and the only uh, doing content tonight. There he goes, Eric the intern. E. I'm still here. How you doing tonight? <laughs> we got a tight, fresh cut. Good. <laughs> I was commenting earlier. He, he just posted a big fish picture on his Instagram. He told me where it was, but I'm not going to blow up that place for him. I'm going to keep it on the low. But a lot of big yeah. fish coming from there. I don't need you to do that. I do that on my own. That's right. <laughs> he blows up everything on his own. Uh, but we got a great show. I want you to watch tonight. And tune in. We're going to be giving away great prizes. Let me remind you, Pete. I want to remind him. Um, we want to hear from you. Please hit us up. A lot of different ways to keep in touch with us. Hit us up on the instant messaging right there next to the screen if you're watching us on nightlife.com. Also, if you're watching on Facebook or YouTube, please hit us up on our social feeds at Ike Live Show. 
We'd love to hear from you. We're going to be giving away prizes. Right, we will be opening up the phone lines, third segment, too, correct? Yes, heck yeah. Okay. I want to talk to some people, man. Yeah, yeah. So hang in there tonight. We're going to be opening up the phone lines. If you've got something you want to talk about that you hear during the show or something that's happening in the fishing world, we're going to hear from you later as well. Pete, let's start the show, as we always do, and we want to send a big shout-out and thank you to all our military men and women, active and veterans. Thank you guys for what you do. It's a crazy world. Also, uh, policemen, firemen, EMT, teachers, Dude, thank you. Thank you for what you do, man. Uh, really, 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 really appreciate it. Uh, Brian, I want to start tonight. I was normally we start with our, our couch guests, but Charlie, Dante, I want to I want to put you guys on pause just for a little bit. Put them on ice. Sounds good. Because I do want to play a little catch up tonight, Pete. Is that a cool? If we do a little catch up, I you know we we all miss you. I don't know what the heck you've been up to. It's been I know. a long time. I I want to I want to talk about a little bit. Uh, and I think I, I I guess let's start with the classic. Classic was a pretty amazing event. Uh, let me let me get your get, give give me your short little dissertation on what you thought about the Bassmaster Classic. It, it was it was an amazing event. It was just uh it's always amazing, right? It's always super special. Yeah. Uh they they broke records at attendance at the takeoff. Yeah. The classic show was just mobbed. We were down there at the Bass University booth and yeah. uh man, we just saw everybody, you know, all of our friends and subscribers and sponsors. Charlie stopped by and visited with us. Loved ones. Uh, it loved one everybody was there. It was an absolute blast. It was a barn burner. Amazing coverage by by the uh, Bassmaster team live. Yeah. You know, no doubt, no doubt. we got to we got to watch it. BTC picked up. The, they gave us shout outs every day. The Bass University and Ike Live got shout outs every day on the Bassmaster show. Wow, that's awesome. We must have been Thank doing something right. Yeah, it was pretty cool. You know, what was really cool. Is one of my favorite parts of it was we were in the Bashu booth getting set up. Yeah. Uh, so you, you were live before. The, the audience was yeah. allowed in. Yeah. And, and you jacked like a four and a half pounder. Yeah. And the whole, our whole booth just erupted. Mm. We're all, I'm standing right behind E. We're all screaming and hollering and jumping up and down. And you were too. Yeah. And, <laughs> and that, that was pretty awesome because they were, it was silent inside the room and they could hear us screaming and hollering yeah. over at the broadcast booth. And uh, so that's awesome. Yeah. They gave us another shout out. Now I, I want to hear, I, w- I want to go from two opposite ends of the spectrum here real quick. John McGraw. I know you've been at many classics. I know you were at sh- shoot, you were at the classic that I won in 2003. From a perspective of someone that has been at classics a long time ago, all the way up to this one, which some people are calling the last true classic, give me your opinion. Was this the same? Was it different? Did it have a different feel? Did it have the same vibe? Ah, oh, man. So Here's the thing is like I showed up by myself. I was walking down the street. I had a couple guys ask me, "Hey, which way do I want to go?" So I ended up walking five blocks with three guys, right? And they were talking to me. Ball now, no, no, now. Yep. They were really anxious to be there and see what was going on. I mean, like, they were excited. Excited. Yeah. Right. It was like everybody in Knoxville was there to see the classic. Nothing right. else. Right. Right, I've been to every other one. Right, you go downtown and you, you talk to people like, "Oh, you got the classic in in town." Right, so there was right. more awareness. It in was this like one. unbelievable awareness. I actually read an article today. Rick Pierce actually put it on uh, Facebook. Thirty-four million dollars to the local economy. In wow, Boston. thirty-four million dollars. Wow, and That's that huge. article actually made mention of the first two rounds of the NCAA tournament. Right, 
eighteen million dollars in two rounds. Wow, that was it. Wow. So it, it blew it out of the water. Dude, we're, Brian DeCarpenter, you hear that? That's we're a, we're hanging and beating college that, basketball. Yeah, yeah. something like nineteen thousand really? people only at the at the opening weeks of March Madness, right? Yeah, I mean it was. Yeah, yeah, it was it was like wow. a, yeah, it was a, a, you know, and they said that twenty nine thousand rooms were rented out. Whoa, twenty nine thousand. That sounds about what over. we ran out of yeah. a BU event. <laughs> 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 All right, yeah. so John, I love it. They're very valuable, and I want to go the opposite end of the spectrum. Riz, I, I, I put your earphones on. Put call near the plate right now. Riz, this was your first classic, correct? Uh, I was there last year just as a spectator. Okay, last year as a spectator. Yep. So, you, so your second classic, but yep. a newbie to mm-hmm. the classics. Sure. Now, give me your opinion of this Bassmaster Classic. Um, it was uh, it had a it had a feel that was special. Um, there was definitely a buzz and energy. You know, the fact that you did well was was really awesome too. Um, every morning when we would come in, Ronnie Moore would kind of like flag us down, give us the Ike update. You know, and the one day when we when we got in, you were already leaning back on fish like it was your job. So I mean, that was. That was <laughs> um, but as far as like the vibe and the you know the the environment of the classic, I, I think it was good. I mean, yeah. the, the fans seemed to really enjoy it. They showed up to the expo. I mean, there was lines out the door like every day. So, yeah, people seem to really like it. That's yeah. awesome. Now, now, Charlie, I'm gonna I want I'm gonna end this with your opinion as an inside industry person. You've been to a lot of classics. How did you feel about this? Did it feel different? Did it feel more special? Yeah, was it, it the same? Absolutely no. Um, and it was actually the very first morning that Becky came over to the Toyota booth where we were giving away the Flambeau Ike Foundation boxes. Yeah. And I immediately said, um, "There's something in the air about this one. There's yeah. something very, very different in all the right ways." Right. Um. Because basically, if we're working the convention, um, engaging. Anglers coming in just to excited to see what's new, who's there, what's going on. Um, there was just a different energy about it, and I think a lot of that was coming from honestly um, the energy that the anglers had. Right. There, there were there were some that knew that this was going to be very special yeah. for very specific reasons. Yeah. There was others who knew that. I mean, it's almost like the a door had opened and they're stepping across the threshold, and not everybody's aware of what's next. It's right. still all exciting, but there's the um, it, there was a lot of reminiscence. And, yeah. And when the guys got up that. on the stage, yeah, yeah, when they got up on the stage. Um, I mean, I I think it says something when somebody honestly starts to choke up. Just yeah. A little. And a lot a lot of the guys, a lot of emotion. A lot of the, the guys throughout the week got mm-hmm. emotional, whether it was on live, whether it was you know at the events throughout the week, or whether it was at on stage. You saw a lot of the guys get emotional. Now this raises the next point, Brian Carpenter. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw it to Pete first, but I want to remind everybody if you're listening, and I want to hear from you too on what you think. But Pete, it's been said I I just mentioned a second ago that this was the last true classic, and I don't know if that's true or not. I don't know if that's an accurate statement, but do you think, from your opinion, will next year's classic feel the same? Will it be the same? Or will it be will it be different with with forty less big name guys in, involved? Or will it be the same? Will it be the same level of excitement? It won't be the same, but I don't think that that's bad, right? Right. I, I think it'll it'll have somewhat of a different vibe. Um, you know, there's certainly going to be a lot of big names 
in next year's classic, mm. right? We're going to have them. We've got guys fishing the opens uh, sure. that are going to potentially make it, probably make it. Yeah. We've got some some pretty strong names that are that are continuing to compete in Bassmasters, but we've also got, and this is, I think, how next year's classic will change. Next year's classic, I think, is going to be the story of the dreamer, right? Yeah. Of the yeah of the new guys that risked it all. Um, it, it's it. It's the classic's still going to be amazing. It's still going to be special, but I think it's it's going to be different in that way. We're going to see like these Johnston brothers are captivating to watch. They're great. You know, they're, they're young. They're from Canada. They're they're, hey. yeah. they're they're mixing it up a little bit. I love it. Man, I love it. I think it's great. Yeah, the, you know, we got Greg De Palma. Yeah, who does a lot of stuff with us yeah. and a lot of a lot of new guys that have you know come through the college ranks. Yeah, and, uh, you know, we're going to see these guys find their talent. Yeah. This I, year and and compete. I think it's going to be it, it's. But to your, is it going to be the same? No, it's not going to be the same. It'll be different, yeah. but it's still going to be a world class event. Exciting. It's still going to be awesome. I agree watch. with that. I, I agree. With I don't that. see a big drop off. Right. I, I I don't. I think I think you know. There's there's already new big stars that are coming. I think Patrick Walters is one to watch. Absolutely. Out yeah. You know, we we and we interviewed him. He was great to talk. You know, to. it's up on our iTunes from our classic coverage. Um. You know, Garrett Paquette, we, we interviewed a lot of the younger guys, and I think there's new studs coming up. And the other thing is, all the guys that went to MLF, they're still going to be at the Classic. Right. Just not out there yep. fishing, so they're going right. to be working They'll be the at show. the show. Mm-hmm. They'll miserable. be at the event. The, yeah, the, the, <laughs> the bonus, I guess the bonus for us next year is I'll be working with with uh BU, Ike Live, right. Ike Foundation, Flam. I'll be, I'll be work. I'm gonna work. That's more work than fishing. I don't know if I want that. Here's the other Shaking great hands all day getting, yeah, getting here, sick. Here's the other great thing about right now because I don't have a uh, association with bass technically mm-hmm. right now. I can say things and do things that I w- wouldn't normally do, Uh-oh. like uh, and throw your jersey to the crowd, like throw my jersey to the crowd, like <laughs> do it. a stage dive. And no one's uh, supposed to do this. And <laughs> something really critical, Brian Carpenter, give me a close up. Oh boy, we are going to announce for the first time anywhere, and again because I have no association with bass, and oh, no. this doesn't matter. I'm going to go ahead and announce the city location for next year's Bassmaster Classic. It's Birmingham, Alabama. That's right. You heard it first here on Ike Live. And I don't care. No repercussions. That's right. Except for no future relationship with Bass. <laughs> Everything Pete was working out with BU and Bass it just went down the tube. Right there. Um, I don't know. I just heard that as a rumor. So that was kind of half a joke. But it's Birmingham. Hey, but but I I, I tell I will tell you this I heard I, I'm not on the inside I heard that same thing you see the, that the rumors running around the right. classic floor yeah and uh what an awesome place to go for great the follow fi- up for their fiftieth classic great yeah. follow up it's going to be back uh, where they started yep. I think genius. that's a super super choice it's I think it's super duper I thought yeah started, I, th- I thought they started in Lake Mead no. Lake Mead was the second one. Okay. Yeah, we were talking that's about what that we were today. Talking about today, dude. Yep. That's so funny that you mentioned yeah, that because yeah. we were talking about okay. that today. Lake Mead was the second one, and what year was it, Dante? Nineteen seventy-three. Seventy-three. Wow. One year that? old. Yep. Dude, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Brian the Carpenter was still shitting in his pants when he first got Hey, Mike. Uh, 
Ike's Broken Rods just checked in with us on the IM board. <laughs> Ike's Broken Rods now has something in common. You, it's Bass. You both have a broken relationship with Bass. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> they're both broken. Nice. Yeah. We're brothers from That's another fun. mother. Uh, Brian, you, you did mention something, and I want to bring it up to you real quick, which is um, although I was not there interviewing, it was yeah. Pat Renwick and Pete Lucy. Yes, our working Pat Shout out to Pat Renwick. Yep. Shout out to Pat Renwick. Working, you three guys worked your butt off. Not only BU, but Ike Live. Yeah. Dude, you did some amazing interviews. No doubt. Amazing interviews. And if you you weren't at the Classic, you didn't get a chance to hear them live, Brian and Carpenter, they can go back yeah. and preview any of these. Go to our iTunes. Go to the Ike Live iTunes. Um, we did Patrick Walters. We did... we. Uh, we, wow. had, we had we had a we had a, a real varying group. We got some young guys. We got some high school anglers, uh, Cal Culpepper and Mason Waddell, and, and it, so we got a kind of a, a look into how a couple of young kids go out and fish their buddy trails, and yeah, and I think that stuff's important. Pretty man. neat, you know, pretty it, neat. Yeah, we had we had uh, some college anglers. We had um, Eric's buddy Nolan Miner come talk to us, and Nolan was super cool to talk to. Mm-hmm. Um, Latimer, Brian Latimer. I mean, for crying out loud, I think that was He's probably awesome. my favorite one. He's awesome, honestly. Great guy. Um, yeah, you know, we had we had uh, Brian Thrift and Matt Ari come over who do the who do their their uh, fishing podcast, and we had a lot of fun with them, and just a ton of guys, man. So it was a blast. Yeah, and also awesome. check out the Bass U iTunes. We uh, we've got a bunch of content up up there as well. That's that is new. All of our live productions are available on the Bass University iTunes account. Yes, wow. please go check that out. There's very, a lot very of good cool stuff over there. Very the cool. Juice but, is loose. Yes, but the classic was was awesome. Uh, I, I did want to recap a little bit, and, and, and it's funny we were talking about this again as well today. Is yep. it's one that I felt like I had I had an opportunity to win. You know, I had in I, I had in my grasp, and uh, it's one I look back on, and you can always regret some of the things you, you did, right? And and I'll be honest with you, I had one of the best practices I've ever had in my life in the Bassmaster Classic. The best. I had what I thought was four solid patterns with one special area identified. That's so rare to go into a tournament with that many things. Dude, a lot of times you can't find one, right? You can't find an A plan. And now I had an A, a B, a C, and a D plus an area that was really, really special, right? And that was my mindset going in the first day was, you know, I have a special area, I have patterns, I'm good. And can I make a quick comment? You can. When we talked to you, we talked to you on you media, we day. To media day. We just caught up. I you were you outside and you were telling you, you were so, you were, you were flushed. Your face was, oh, dude, dead. I was you had so goosebumps. You were like so psyched that this was the best classic I was practice so pumped up. you ever had. I had I had a flat natural rock pattern that I could run around the lake. I had a isolated secondary point dock pattern that I could run around the lake. I had a main gravel bar smallmouth pattern that was unreal because when you got bit it was a 4 4 to 5 pounder. And I had finally the last day of practice I found a milfoil pattern. Dude, I thought there was no way in the world between all those patterns I, I couldn't couldn't do it. To make to make it even better, I found an area that was so special. It was at the mouth of the diversionary canal. It was about a one mile flat area. When I went through it, dude, I had twenty three pounds of smallmouths so quick, so quick, there was no way I wasn't winning or having a magic day on that area. So that controlled my mind going into the tournament, right? 
on the back burner, I had a place that I found a school of bass. And it was a place that when I found it, I couldn't catch anything bigger than two pounds, Pete, right? I caught a bass. The first fish I caught there, I'm reeling it in. When I'm reeling it in, I look down. There's eight or ten following them. You ever see them when they're schooled like that? They're just <laughs> all trying to get the bait? Not nearly often enough. Yeah, and they're they're all that big. Dude, they're all cookie-cutter, pound, uh, two and maybe two and a quarter. No good ones. And I, 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 I caught that first one. I saw those fish, and I go, oh, my God, there's a school here. And I was paranoid, so I stuck my head back out under the culvert. I made sure nobody was coming. And I went back, and, dude, I, I cast. Cast after cast, I caught one. Caught one. Caught one. Caught one. 20 casts in a row, I caught one. And none of them were bigger than two pounds. Mm. So I'm like, dude, I got a spot here that's loaded with fish, but it's not the winning spot. It's a filler spot. It's a place if I get in trouble, right? So that first morning of the first day, I went and ran my smallmouth, this the magic area, and it died. I went to my rocks, and I couldn't catch them. I went to my gravel bars, and I couldn't catch them. I made a quick pass through the grass, and I couldn't catch them. Mm. By this time, it's... Quarter after nine. It's 20 after nine. I go, God, I better go to that school. And I go under the bridge, and I'm like, I know somebody's going to be here. Nobody there. And I get on my lineup, and every cast, fish, 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 every cast. I catch my nine and a half pounds, and I look at my camera guy. Dude, they were biting. I look at my camera guy. I'm like, let's go. Left them biting, thinking... There's 10 pounds of fish here, right? right. Mm-hmm. This is the Bassmaster Classic. I can't win on this spot. Why stay, right? Mm-hmm. Dude, I and again, in hindsight, that may have been the winning area that I didn't start on, and I abandoned as they were biting. Right. You know, it's one of those things that, that you look at in hindsight and, and you say, you know, was that the difference maker? It might have been, you know, because I can tell you they bit, the big ones bit first thing in the morning. And at 10 o'clock, it was done. So when I got to it, it was over already, right, essentially right. over, you know, and I, mm-hmm. did I miss 14 to 18 pounds of fish that first morning? I probably did. And yep. that's the classic, you know, so a little hard to stomach, but it's, but it's also, I had a good event, you know? How, how often does that happen, man, where your, your backup, backup, backup spot turns out to be the juice? It's, in, it's in, insane. Isn't it, happens, it? it happens so often. It happens you know? a lot. In fact, when I won Lake Seminole way back in 2002, my my backup spot was a place in the Flint River, and that's where I ended up winning. Right. You know, all those years ago. So, you know, I, it's it's one of those ones I look back on, and and I'm going to think about it years from now, right? And I'm going to think of, and think, you know, what if what if I would have did yeah. this or what if I did that? But you can't do that. You can't beat yourself up. By the way. Shout out to Ot Defoe. If yeah. anybody was going to win, I, I love Ot winning. Very, very proud of Ot. Congratulations to Ot Defoe. Uh, that a boy, Ot. Yeah, that that Ot, was a, that was a good one for him. Ot, I'm proud of him. Ot's pretty good, but I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I I had to put the beat down on him after the class. I saw yeah. that. Yeah. I, I didn't know if you guys were aware of this. I heard about that. <laughs> but uh, I got a little show and tell. Uh-oh. You do. Oh, a twenty dollar bill. $20 bill. Signed by Octafoe? That's right. Look at that. Wow. You better frame that. I am going to frame that. Don't accidentally spend pass that. pass that around. The, uh, yeah, we did a Bass University wow. piece of right behind his house. Uh, and we Is were, that your biggest check in a while? It is. Two, it's, <laughs> it, it, let me read it real quick. It says, it's used to singles. Yeah. It says, to Pete, 
No Fish on the Point, 2019 Bassmaster Champion at the Foe. Wow, Ooh, that's man. very cool. That's awesome, that man. That's awesome. Dude, I'm telling you, better get that out of your wallet. Don't spend it at your favorite Wawa. <laughs> Be bad, dude. He did. He he was supposed to catch. I bet him. He bet me he was going twenty bucks. He was going to catch a fish on the point. So I just took the bet, you know. Yeah. And uh, then he didn't catch it. Nah, dude. I mean, he went up there. He, he fished the jig and what he yeah. thought he was going to catch. Then he's getting into his rod locker. He's breaking out drop shots, shaky heads, anything he could do to try to win that twenty bucks back. And it didn't work. No, but he did catch a six seven. Uh, live. Live. That's awesome. That's uh, a big just, one. Just a few minutes later. Wow. That's awesome. Uh, the Otifo story I want to tell real quick is um, one of the crankbaits I used during the week, and it, it was one that I used out on the main drag on those gravel bars, mm-hmm. was a crankbait that I made. That's right. You were telling me about that. Very, 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 very cool deal. Uh, hand-carved crankbaits, big thing in the awesome. Carolinas, South Carolina, North Carolina. And this is a bait made by Rapala called a DT flat three that they happen to discontinue. And Ott has been modifying these things for years. I'd say three or four years. And he literally um, cuts the bill off, grinds it down flat, puts a circuit bill lip in at a different angle, drills the nose of it, creates a line tie coming off the nose. Dude, it's this big, unbelievable process. But he creates this crankbait that's very tight wobble with more a little more side to side roll and it's a fish catcher man it's unbelievable and so in practice i was catching a lot of these big smallmouth on it and of course i have two of them right i have two and you never want to go in a tournament with two baits and so this is this is a, a uh between the break and the start of the tournament i just call him i'm like uh remember that bait you gave me a few years ago he's like and i sent him a picture he's like yeah I'm like, I need some more. He's like, come to the house. And I went to the house, and dude, like, nothing. I'm his competitor. I'm straight up telling him, look, I'm going to beat your ass on this bait. And he gave me three more baits. I mean, that's pretty freaking cool, dude. You know what I mean? Like, that's cool. But it's a very, very special bait. Uh, That and the DT6, Pete, were killers for me that week. That week. The DT6 on that place that I had. It was about four or five feet on top. It was running perfect. And something interesting happened, and I, I do want to relay this story. It's another thing we talked about today, is I hear all the time about this color matter, this color matter. Brian DeCarver, do you think color matters? Yes. John McGraw, do you think color matters? Absolutely. Riz? 100%. Okay. Color does matter, dude, because I caught him on a chartreuse blue back for two days, and I thought there's no way this thing won't carry me through the event mm-hmm. i got to that spot on the last day and this was live i hope hopefully a lot of people got to watch i saw it dude i fished for a good 10 or 15 minutes with a chartreuse and blue doing all the cast all the angles doing all the right stuff not having a bite maybe like one little sniff and i'm i'm ready to leave i feel it dude i tell my camera guy i'm like man they left they're not here the school moved god i beat on them too much i caught 60 here in two days dude this this is bad. And in my mind, I'm like, okay, I'm going to I'm going to go run down that smallmouth spot, check it first real quick. Then I'm going to run I'm thinking what I'm going to do next. And right before, like literally like getting ready to grab that handle to pull that trolling motor up. And I'm like, damn, that water looks a little cleaner than it's looked. I'm like, god, let me let me let me just try a different color. Mm-hmm. And I had a smash DT6 and smash tied on. 
which is more muted shad pattern, like a putty color with a green back, a little bit of orange in the throat. And I, I'm like, let me just throw that out there and try it real quick before I leave. You know, like a last-ditch effort. And, dude, I think it was my second throw. One loaded up on it. Put it in the boat. Mm-hmm. Set third throw. One loaded up. Fourth throw. Dude, it totally ignited the school by changing color. Dude, if that's not proof that color matters, nothing ever is, dude, ever. It was that important that day. Isn't that I, crazy? Uh, yeah. Well, let it me ask live. You, let me ask you this. Was the was the change in color effective because you caught sixty bass on that other color, or Maybe. was it the water clarity that made the change great, important? That's a great question. I mean, they have seen that that they, they saw the chartreuse and blue mm-hmm. for two days. You know, a lot of those fish were released back into the school. You're right. Were yeah. they sick of that color, or was it the fact that that water cleared up two or three bit. inches from the probably day before. combination of combination the of the two. You know, it's not that the plug was doing anything different. The Mm. plug was deflecting the same way. It was that it was something that triggered those fish to eat. Different color, different scenario, you know? Did you create in your face at this classic? No. No. Where did that come from? DT6 in your face has been around for a long time. It actually started way back in 2006. What? Yes. Maybe I should have made that a trivia question. Well, it's a little bit late for that. No, it's not. No, it's not. We're going to turn this in. If you're watching right now, hit us up on the IM. DT6 in his face was created in 2006. At what lake that I fished? If you guess that, our first prize, we're right going to give away down, tonight. Bud. Write the answer down. Because I need to know. Okay. I'll write the answer down. That's funny. But it was, it was, it was, everybody's doing it now. Like jig in the face, everybody. It's oh, in yeah. the face. Yeah, that classic just took it to another level. In the level. face, of course, it's in the face. <laughs> yeah, it's in the face. Uh, but it was a, it was it was a it was a grinders classic for the most part. You know, mm-hmm. I will say this: if if the Bassmaster Classic was a major league fishing event, I would have won straight up. Numbers. Come on, man, yeah. <laughs> give me props. I would have won straight up. I would have had easy sixty eighty pounds every day. Is that right? Off that one spot. Come on, man. Come on. That's true. <laughs> That's. But that doesn't count. Well, so which one is better? Mate, what do you mean? Uh-uh. Oh, <laughs> these are all other topics. Oh. 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 All right, which one's better? I don't know which one's better, but um, let, let's do another. We'll do one more little catch-up, and then I, I do want to. I want to get to the couch here and talk a little flambo. Um, Bassmaster Classic was ding, awesome. Ding, 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 ding. We have a winner. Oh, we have a winner. Yes. None Riz? other than Smallmouth Crush. What? <laughs> Smallmouth Crush? Smallmouth and his crush. guess was? Gunnersville. Gunnersville! 2006, <laughs> cranking with a DT6. It's the first time I used the DT6 in his face. And I've used it ever since. So. Nice. Very good. Smallmouth Crush, you're a winner. Yeah, but that's Travis Manson, and I'll, I'll be fishing with him Saturday. Damn! Uh-oh. You can bring him his prize. Did you, te- you, did you secretly text him the answer, no. DC? No, yeah. I was out there getting the answer. Yeah. Yeah. I saw it. He took the photo. Of it. <laughs> All right, so uh, a P, little catch-up on tournaments. We talked Bassmaster Classic. I want to switch it up, and I want to talk Major League Fishing. Uh, you know, right now it's, uh, the, the industry is abuzz with these two circuits – Primarily BASS, FLW, and Major League Fishing. Primarily Bass and Major League Fishing. Uh, we've had a couple events already. 
Give me your opinion, Pete. Uh, give me an unbiased opinion. You've been able to sit back and watch both. What do you think about MLF thus far? Three three tour events. Oh. Well, I, I've watched more MLF. I've been aware of MLF, right? People yeah. been coming into my boat and hey, have you seen MLF? And, yeah. and I I, w- I was kind of slow to the to the party, but certainly with all the change, I've been watching. And um, you know this, I've been I've really enjoyed it. Honestly, you know, uh, enjoyed the live program. I the love, live I love the live coverage. Um, to be, I have to go out of my way to turn it off. Yeah, you know, here MLF Bassmaster Live. If you guys are listening, I want you guys to rebroadcast the live. I want to, I want to rebroadcast after work hours. Right. You know, so I yeah. can, so I can just come home from work. I can sit down and I can watch it like without spoil, like spoiler alert kind of stuff. Yeah. So we don't know who won, and we can watch it at night. You right. know? Or just run a night tournament trail. <laughs> or do yeah, that. Yeah, we already have that, that here in South yeah. Jersey. Because yeah. I, I, I honestly, I, I would love to watch it during the day, but I have to turn it off. Right. In order you to get, get work. work done. I'm so yeah. obsessed, man. I'm, I gotta watch who catches the next, who's yeah. gonna pass the next guy. Uh, JT, you know, they, they do a great job over there, uh, doing the broadcasting and and. You know the comment. It's just fascinating. Yeah, I, I I love watching it. We watched um the one where you had uh where you just got passed at the last minute. Yeah, it happens like every the time. The first one, Toho. Yeah, yeah. And um my mom and and Shelly, my wife, were both stopped what they were doing. Because I'm about the room. To to watch yeah. to see if you made it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. And uh you know so it was cool to see. You know them the the impact that it's having on people that just would never watch fishing right. unless I was in the tournament. Right. You know. Yeah. And um, you know, so that was it's a powerful uh, it's it's fun. It's really fun to watch. It's entertaining as hell. That's cool, guys. I got I, I got to ask you, John. Have you watched any of it, Dante? I don't have a speaker. Can you yeah, hear you me? do. Oh, yeah, you can I can hear, hear you. Me? Yeah. Oh, right, have yeah. you watched any of it, John? Oh man, I, I watch it at work all the time. Major League Fishing. Well, I, basically, this is what I do. Yeah, Major League Fishing. So what I ended up doing is I put it on. And I put it in the background, just put my headphones on, I keep working, I just listen to it, man. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, I really like Major League Fishing. Yeah. Right? I like the conservation. Yeah. Yep. Guys, have you watched it live? What do you think? Dante, have, give, give me your honest opinion. I, I agree. I like the, the fact that uh, you watch it live, catch and release the fish. I, yeah. I like the format a little yeah. bit better, honestly. Yeah. I think it's... uh. It brings out a whole new style of fishing. Right. Charlie, what do you think? You've watched both. You've watched Bassmaster yep. Live. You've watched Major League Fishing. What's your opinion? I do the exact same thing, earbuds in, and keep going. Um, I, as as a viewer, uh, it's you're, you're hoping for the next fish with MLF more so than you know, the total count. The, the format yeah. is yep. something that I think, uh, especially for a guy like yourself, where it's that, um, that speed... Um, yeah. That is, like it, it, yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah, it keeps the viewer doing the yep. exact same thing that anglers are doing. Yeah, I I want to challenge every, anybody listening and watching right now. I want to know what you think. Hit us up on the IM. Let us know your opinion. Eric, the intern, what do you got? Right, so, someone just messaged me and they said that in their opinion, the biggest problem about MLF is that they cut off the anglers mid catch or mid conversation for the breakdown counter. Ooh, that's a good one. I didn't think about that. So they're cutting know. off the catch to talk to to break to a graphic. Well, I, I or think something. that's just that's just a, a new production team still working out some kinks. Right. There, there was there was several 
I think they, you know, they, uh, they had told some guys they're not live when they were live. Right. But there was saw a couple examples of that during right. the last event. And right. I think that's a production issue. For me, I, I find them both intriguing. MLF still doesn't feel like a tournament. Right. Doesn't say I'm not intrigued. Doesn't mean I don't enjoy watching it. Right. And I don't get hooked. And feels like more of an ex- ex- exhibition. Some, something, some kind of event, but not necessarily a tournament. I don't right. Mean, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. Just doesn't right. feel exactly like a tournament. Right. Now, I, I, you mentioned something, and I, I want to talk about this real quick, which is Bassmaster Live has been around for a while, um, and I feel like with Bassmaster Live, they, they use a little bit of a delay, right? They do. There's there's a little more of a safety cushion That's in the smart. Bassmaster Live. With Major League Fishing, it's straight up live as it's happening, right? And Brian, you brought up something that, you know, some of these anglers have been live, including myself, that didn't know we were live and we're live and 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 some stuffs went down. You want to you want to <laughs> talk about any of this? We can talk about a few of them, Pete. You want to mention one? Well, you, I, I can mention a few. Yeah, you can't you can't help but say you know it. Like tonight's show kind of reminded me of that. When yeah, we were live and you didn't know it. I didn't know. Yeah, Brian DeCarpenter <laughs> put us on live. I had no idea. <laughs> I'm still talking about wearing he's, um, he's getting, nails. He, press on lead. <laughs> press on nails earlier today. You don't know the cues by now. Yeah. yeah. Screw it. He's yeah. Cle- clearly being influenced by the MLF production. That's right. Yeah. So right so some stuff some stuff went down. We saw an angler that that uh, what he wanted to be off screen because yeah. he was about to use a, a product that wasn't a sponsor product. Right. It got shown. Right. So um, he basically said, "Hey, am I live?" The camera guy said, "No, no, no, you're not live right now." Oh, good uh, because I need to use so and so spool up with this line. It mm-hmm. wasn't his sponsor, mm-hmm. and it happened live, it right? Happened, it happened live. Yep. Wow. And you know, and and that's uh, but the thing is, they the thing that I didn't like about it is he asked, right? Am I live? They said no. Yeah. You are not live. Yeah. And, and they, he was absolutely live. Yeah. While that's going on, I, I honestly thought he had to use the restroom. Right. Uh, <laughs> I thought he was looking for yeah. a bathroom break. Right. Now, can you imagine if he was still alive? <laughs> yeah. During that scenario. Yeah. But, uh, that's what I thought was going to happen. But we've seen that, you know, we've seen, uh, you know, obviously this is very emotional when you miss yeah. the cut. You know, people are going to get mad. Yeah. Sad, happy. You yeah. know what I mean? And, uh, yeah. Well, here, here, here's the thing. Uh, y- you know, I think what Major League Fishing's doing is, you know, they're showing a lot of this live coverage. They're exposing a lot of stuff that's happened in the sport since the early 70s. Like, what you're seeing, Pete, is nothing's new, right? Mm-hmm. Guys have been using different lures and different sponsors from the beginning, right? Guys have have jumped dikes and jumped, jumped you know, walls and have, they have done things with their boat to access places for years. And it's not been shown. Guys have been excited, pissed, mm. mad. They've cursed. Got There's fights. been fights on the water. All this stuff. And it's being exposed now almost, not for the first time, but for the first time in a new way live. And people are almost shocked. Like, this has never happened. Like, what's going on here? But, dude, at the end of the day, this is competition, right? There's emotions flying. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I, and I do want, I want to jump in and say, you know, I was part of, part of this as well. And, you know, it's not always, of you know, you were. <laughs> happy, positive stuff. There's, 
there's emotions, there's, you know, anger, sadness, there's all that stuff thrown in there. And, you know, for me, if you don't want me, if you don't want it, I, I have to learn how to censor myself a little more on live. If, if that's not what people want, you know? And, uh, and so that's, that's the reality of it. The reality of it is, is I'm, I'm a human being, right? You know, I, I, you know, I go through the gamut of emotions like other people. There's times when I'm on cloud nine. There's times when I'm homesick. There's times when I'm mad. There's times when I'm pissed that I made a wrong decision. I missed the fish. You know, you know, competition, man, draws you to a different place. It, it, it changes you. I've been doing it for 23 years. You know, we've both been doing it for 23 years. It changes you. And the reality of that is shocking to people, right? Does it make me a bad person? I don't think it does. But, but Depends who you talk to, right? But, <laughs> you, you know, I think there's this, this shock that at the end of the day, these 80 guys that fish MLF, the, hundred, the 75 guys that fish bass, they're humans. Mm-hmm. They're humans. They make the same mistakes that everybody makes. John McGraw works at the, the Mint. John, are you happy every day at the Mint? You have bad days. You have bad Everybody days. Has Everybody has bad days. Brian the Carpenter spackles every day. Brian, do you have bad days? I don't spackle. <laughs> I mean, everyone has bad days. Yeah. Well, so, why don't they have a, a delay in MLF? Why? Well, that's a good question. Don't you know, know. Why don't they care? I, I thought they did because I see a lot of times uh, in the broadcast, which I think is really Major good. League Fishing has zero delay. Well, how... Really? Because what happened? What happened? You see this all the time. All right, now we go to Edwin Evers and Edwin catches a fish. Okay, now we go back to Ike okay. and Ellie well, and is, Ike catches a fish. This is a great question because it, there's got to be a delay. They claimed, they claimed to me when all that, when a lot of that stuff happened with mm. me, with some profanity and all that stuff. They claimed to me there w- there was no delay. Right. So maybe there is a delay, and that's just you know. I mean, it's a it's a tough road. I, I can tell you, I I I'm, I have to relearn, you know, how to how to be, you know, in front of that live camera, and and you know, also like I said, I have to I have to be right. I have to get myself right, you know. But outside of those things, there's nothing different going on now than no. in the first Bassmaster well, there's a, Classic there's a back in 1972. There's a few different things. Jacob Wheeler was yelling at a drone. On the last show, <laughs> was it? That's new. That is kind of new. The drone was like um, it was hovering over, I guess, the bank he was about to fish, oh. so that they could get the shot back at him. Right. And he was like, "Hey, hey!" He's all, he was hollering, trying to trying to get that drone up right, and right. out of the area. Yeah. You know? Fish shallow, probably think it's a bald eagle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You can certainly well. see that. Yeah. So I saw uh, guys get short with the uh, marshals quite a bit. Yeah. And, and I get short with them too. Like when, dude, like if you're on a school of fish like you were on at the classic and you're getting that zero the scale, man. You see me set the hook. You see me just move funny. Yeah. You need to be zero in that <laughs> scale. Be ready. You know, yeah. I shouldn't have to sit here yeah. and waste a cast two or even more. Yeah. Waiting for that scale yeah, to zero. It's, it's, it's interesting. Some of the guys have even got proactive. I don't know if you noticed Edwin Evers. Put a power pole button down on the floor. Uh, near the yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah, so guys are being proactive to that. 
to yep. try to maximize their time, you know? But I, I do want to – let's jump to this. Brian DeCarpenter, yes. I want to show this. Now, let's okay. let everybody watching tonight know this is another – again, this is reality of what's happened forever. This isn't new. I remember Hank Parker putting slip and slides down yeah. to jump dikes back in the day. So this is nothing new. Yeah, but, so set it up, Mike. Uh, so we've got here – we've got uh, – Gerald Spore. Gerald Spore, a good friend of Ike Live, good friend of the show, um, you know, mm-hmm. in a tournament – Meet a lot's on the line. He's trying to access a piece of water that the other competitors couldn't access. And he's going to use a technique here of, of using his boat to jump a dike. Like the Fonz did back in the day. When right, he like the Fonz he did in, in Happy Days. Yeah. Um, he's going to jump a dike here to get to new water. But it's all being recorded. And, and this is being broadcast right here. And this is uh, this is a look at it. You ready? I'll go full screen. Go ahead. Let's go full screen and broadcast this. He's getting on pad right now. He's sizing it up, but he's still not. He, need, he needs to get some speed right now. Here you go. Here it comes. It's gonna go straight down his riprap wall. There you go. There's a little hole. Let's see. Oh yeah, I think he's okay. I think he's gonna try it. Oh yeah. Get it. Wow. That's insane. Wow. <laughs> Did you see that? Man. Have you ever seen that? I have not. No. That is cool. He jumped the dike. That and we're talking cool. about a 21-foot glass bass boat with a 250-horsepower outboard on the mm-hmm. back. Suzuki, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, with another guy. with a, with, yeah. you know, He's responsible not just for himself, but for another individual. And, Brian, when this was posted, dude, people in the beginning, people were just the reaction we had. That's awesome. Wow, so cool, man, the technique behind it. That's great. But then, slowly but surely, oh, the trolls those. started coming out. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. The trolls sitting at home, masturbating. You know, those guys we're talking about. <laughs> oh, save the children. <laughs> save the children. They start coming out of the woodwork. Oh, my God. Uh, Where's our delay? <laughs> you, you know, and and to me, this is this has been done forever in the yeah. sport. This is a this is well, a, we, Gerald worked it out I, with his with his marshal. He was in a grants. He, yeah. he signed off on it. He was he was a man. He wasn't chicken shit sitting at home on Facebook. Dude, I would have my, that that document that Marshall signed would have been about a half inch thick, <laughs> releasing me the from release. Any, yeah. <laughs> but but we who's the Ike Live historian? Didn't we have someone? teach us how to do that live was it john cox or um that's Shall- john i'm sure it's john. somebody came on the show and they described they told us exactly how to how to jump a berm like that and it was fascinating to me because i want to go back and listen to it again because i got a i'm worried that my suzuki lower unit is still going to be sitting on that berm right it's like how do you do it yeah. How do you well, know yeah, when you, to trim up? Yeah, How do yeah. you? And you have to have yeah. the right conditions. Like obviously that was like you looked at that berm. That was yeah. a sand berm, right? You mm-hmm. have a sand or light gravel. You can do that. If it's a riprap, you're, you're not. <laughs> you know, you're not doing that on a riprap berm. <laughs> I mean, you could, but I don't think the result would be the same. But that—that's another great example of how you know the sport's changing. You know, people are going to get to see things. That in, you know, 5, 10, 15, 20, certainly in the 70s, you didn't get to see. And that's mm-hmm. the reality of it, man. That's what the sport is, you know. These guys are competing for $100,000. Yeah. 
Of course there's emotion. Of course there's you're you gotta, gonna you you're gotta, gotta push take the envelope. You you're gonna push, push the envelope. This now, is your livelihood. Now, bro. W- now this was in the MLF. This is the last major league fishing tournament. Did, in, in was there any fines or any uh, action? Taken? Brian DeCarpenter, can you give us an update on that? Any fines? Any action? I believe this was posted on Facebook, and there was such a negative outcry. Well, a, a little people, in it was. There was a couple whiny bitches, and they took it down. They took it down. Okay. Okay, so it was posted and, and it. it was taken down. What okay. were they specifically whining about? What was the negativity it focusing was, on? Uh, Brian, g- 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 give us clarity on that. It was safety. It safety. Was, oh, yeah, oh, safety. Oh. The manatees. People are going extinct. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're running out of people. People are going extinct. <laughs> Real question is. The manatees. Did he, how did he do on the other side? He didn't do did that work good. Out? No. Yeah. Oh, man. Didn't really work out for him. But, but uh, he... I think he deserves 30 pounds for the effort. Oh, no, absolutely. Just top of a 30, <laughs> a 30 pounds right Gerald's there. Gerald Spore. Gerald Spore. Shout out to Gerald Spore. Gerald, if you're watching tonight, love you, man. That was, uh, that was dope, dude. But it's the reality. The sport's changing. It's live. I think people Some have people to accept. Can't handle the truth. I think people have to accept what what's happening. And and you know, again, this is nothing different. You know, what mm. you're seeing is nothing different than happened in. 1973 at Lake Mead, when when you know those guys were in the same cove fishing opposite sides, nothing's changed since uh-huh. then. Yeah, it's yeah. all the same. We had somebody co- chime in with uh, some history on that. Actually, yeah, Vic uh, Vic chimed in. He even sent me a screenshot that uh, the first Bassmaster, Bassmaster Classic was in fact at Lake Mead. It was at Lake Mead. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Wow. He sent me a, he sent me a screenshot off of Google. This guy went Yeah, we today. Maybe we okay. got a little confused in the we conversation. Okay. And that was Bobby Murray? Who was the winner? If you're watching right now, Pete, do you know the answer to I that? I don't. If you're watching right now, you know the answer. Who was the first Bassmaster Classic winner? That'd be interesting. Might be right. I think it was Bobby Murray. Yeah, they, they're getting uh, a okay. nightlife uh, family pack or whatever it is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you, yeah, let's see. Okay, the an- the winner to the answer of that question. That we already if, said the answer to, Bobby. Uh, well, if you try. Shut up, the founders. <laughs> Anybody who can confirm. We're giving this to somebody that that, that uh, I am Zen. Somebody's going to get this backpack. Uh, full stuff. It's loaded, dude. Look David at this. from Wisconsin. Congratulations. Congratulations. Wow. I forgot about this. Look at this pack. Tackle warehouse hat. Mike, real quick before you go into that. Flambo box. How long do you want to delay uh, uh, Jake? He's ready to roll. Uh, oh, is he ready to roll? It's 8 o'clock. Oh, okay. Well, let's. we can switch up the order. Why don't we do this? Why don't we take a break? Yeah. We'll come back with Jacob Prosnick. We'll take another break, and then we'll we'll get to Dante and Charlie, and we'll... we'll do that third segment and talk all flambo. We'll do all cool stuff. Yeah, and we gotta get some phone calls in. Okay. And talk to some peoples. And all right, let's do that. All right. So let's. You want to take a little quick break? Yeah, we're gonna kill the commercials. All right, let's do that. Uh, if you're watching right now, listen to me. Thank you for tuning in. Hang in there because up next we've got Jacob Prosnick joining us live via Skype. He's the recent winner of the Major League Fishing Tournament. We're also going to be joined by Dante and Charlie. We're going to talk about flambo right after that. We're also going to be doing a MTB unboxing. And giving away tons and tons of prizes. Open up phone lines a little later. Hang in there with us. And primal urge unboxing. And primal urge unboxing. When we come back, more Ike Live. Hi. Today we're going chest to chest in the Dr. Squatch lather test. On that half of Mike's impressive chest, we're rubbing him down with three name brand bars. 
The result? A sad, milky film of disappointment. How's that feel, Mike? You see, Big Soap cuts corners and strips out all the sudsy goodness in order to make production cheaper. But not Dr. Squatch. Don't worry, Mike. Dr. Squatch soap retains all the natural ingredients, which creates a rich, foamy lather, leaving your skin healthy, soft, and clean. Ooh, looks like Squatch is taking over this peck party. How do you feel now, Mike? Dr. Squatch natural soap. When we say it lathers, it f***ing lathers. You deserve glorious lather. Take the lather challenge for yourself today. Uh, real snot. Been out on this pond for about an hour now. Uh, haven't had a whole lot of luck. We've had a couple blow-ups, but not getting a lot. So we thought we would try the new Java product uh, on this frog on the top water. Uh, it works great on jigs and other plastics, but we've noticed that when we do use it on top water, we get a trail in the water, the scent's in the water, and we're getting a lot more bites. So we're going to spray some Java uh, all over the frog. Apply some real snot. To the raid, get it nice and wet, and then as I reel it in, it's going to work its way through it. Okay, so now we got that scent in the water, and then we got the frog all juiced up with some real snot, Java. Let's see what happens here. There's one. There's one. So as you can see, that scent got around in this little area, this little pocket we're fishing, and sure enough, one came up and nailed it. Small one, albeit, but hadn't caught anything since we've been here for about an hour, hour and ten minutes now. There's one. That's a good one, too. That's a good one. Much better. Good little guy. Threw my frog. Man, they love this stuff. Right through the nose. Time of year, I definitely recommend putting a little bit of this on your soft plastics too. There he is. Another one. Next cast, and that would be number six. I'm addicted. I'll admit it. I'm I'm straight addicted. This might be bigger. You think so? Yeah. mayhem on your crappy jig and look where the stripers get it you can't even see it man that might be a keeper four and a half inch drop shot worm bama bug finesse jig pb and j give me something hard hey davy d here now, i didn't always know this much about fishing three aught no four aught ewg worm hook in fact, there was a time when I couldn't tell the difference between a jerkbait and a stickbait. But then I signed up for Mystery Tackle Box, the original monthly tackle subscription. And now I know more about fishing than I do about Calculus. And he knows a lot about Calculus. 
Plus, I get amazing extras, like free fishing magazines. October 2016. Featured article, Four Places to Throw a Frog. Exclusive decals. <coughs> Zombie bass. And how-to videos for all the great baits I receive. How to tune a crankbait. Is that underwater footage I smell? I got goosebumps. So if you're looking to develop enhanced fishing abilities like me, or you just like getting new tackle every month, go to mysterytacklebox.com and get your box today. Ooh, live minnows. Is it lunchtime already? Nature's candy. Oh. Is he in my pocket? <laughs>